Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. When the sun goes down, all the monsters come out. But even a monster needs something cool to listen to in the dark. Welcome to Geo After Dark. Hi, this is Kathy Pobal from Night of the Demons. I played Judy. Please check out Geo After Dark. We love Geo. Yes, that's right. It's time. Once again, for yours truly, Geo After Dark here. I'm Geo Braun, your host. Glad you could join me. So, here's the thing. I know the last time I actually talked to y'all was back on like, I don't know, 5-2, okay? And since then, it has been a pretty good time, actually. I managed to take a little trip. Take a little trip all the way to Texas. The stars at night! I was in Texas for a good portion of uh, a little over a week, and in that time, I had a great time. I had a lot of fun. Uh, Got to hang out with one of my sweet, wonderful, amazing friends in Dallas, Uh, and that was really cool, because we actually uh, went all the way down to... Texas Frightmare. And we were there for the weekend, meeting and greeting with some of the celebs who were about, including the great Wolford Brimley. Let me tell you about diabetes. That's right, Mr. Wolford Brimley himself. Diabetes. And uh, if anybody who's been on social media, I've been posting the pictures from that. It has been an amazing adventure. So that was really cool. Got to meet a lot of great celebrities uh, in the process. And um, yeah, that was fantastic. Had a great weekend. And then from there, my trip went all the way down to San Antonio, Texas. But not before. I had a grand old time visiting one of the many haunts of Texas, the gas station used in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That gas station is still around. And sure enough, it's now a barbecue place, which, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's nasty. 
It's also a kind of a and b in the back, uh, but definitely something that's really cool. So if you ever get a chance to check that out, just Google that and look up Gas Station Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and uh, I think you'll have a good time. I know I did. Oh, yes. Indeed. Right across the street, it was really creepy because there was a cemetery. <laughs> what? Now, beyond that, what's even creepier, there was a skeleton of some animal. I can't exactly say what it was because I wasn't quite sure it was that decayed. It's a trap! But it was laying right there at the edge of the cemetery. I have no words. But it was about that point when I decided it's time to go. So, Texas was quite a hoot. The humidity was something else. I mean, I'm a California boy. So sure enough, the humidity in Texas was a whole new experience. Uh, I'd been there before, but I had forgotten about the humidity. I think because I stayed inside the whole time, because it was summer when I went last time. And I was just like, um, hell no. So, yeah, this time around, I actually got to uh, experience some of that humidity. But it was okay, because I hung out with another one of my buddies. hung out at his house. He's got all the great uh, amenities anybody could want, so it was very cool to just chill and relax and drink. Oh, there was a lot of drinking. And, uh, yeah, so it was a great time. Man's got to know his limitations. Um, Texas Frightmare was cool on many levels, but I think one of the coolest things was uh, just the environment itself and meeting some of the fans. I actually had a chance to meet a couple of the fans there while I was just perusing the aisles. And it was super cool. Uh, they, they had seen that I was going to be there, and sure enough, made it a point to, to say hi to old Geo. <laughs> I was kind of blown away by that, but that was super cool. I also got a chance to meet the living cast of Fright Night. Pretty much everybody except for uh, Roddy McDowell, who died uh, quite a ways back now. But sure enough, I got to meet everybody else, including the special effects guy who I'd met before. Uh, but also, you know, the cast was there, and that was really cool. And I got to meet the director, Mr. Tom Holland. And Tom Holland is pretty damn cool. So I'm a big fan of him, and I actually bought his new children's book, which if you get a chance, look it up, check it out, Tom Holland. And it's a horror children's book. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's called How to Scare a Monster. So look that up. I think you'll enjoy yourself. Uh, it was really cool just going to a con kind of way out of my comfort zone of the West Coast. This was like a whole new experience here. And it was great. I mean, I've, I've been to cons all over. But this was really, really fun. So I had a good time. Got some t-shirts out of, it, out of it as well, because uh, apparently I'm a hoarder of t-shirts when it comes to horror t-shirts. I mean, I, I, I didn't know this about myself until I was unpacking and realized, that's a shit ton of t-shirts. Oh my. So, um, yeah, I think I'm good for a while. <laughs> you know, what's kind of cool about it is when you can step away for a while, and just take a breather. Now, I'm not sure if you've heard past episodes, but there was the most recent episode before this one where I explained the drama that dealt with my computer, also known as the Betty, 
uh, and her uh, dilemma as I had a goofball uh, of a computer guy crack the screen as he tried to remove um, the actual screen and get inside to the guts of her. It did not work out well. Yeah. And it cost me about three weeks of my, well, what I do. So, really awkward on that, but nevertheless, she's working better than ever. And in the process of which, I managed to actually kind of revamp the pirate office, which is really kind of cool. So, I got a new desk, because uh, the old one had really kind of seen its day. The new desk, which is kind of cool, because I did some background on this. Now, I got this at, like, some kind of Craigslist deal, you know, got lucky. Uh, the guy was really uh, cool, and he had this desk. I knew it was an old desk when I went to go see it. Uh, his whole deal was his wife said that he could have a new garage man cave if he got rid of one thing, and that's this desk. Well, here I am with my new desk. Got it all the way back here to Braun Manor. Hooray! But you have to understand that this desk here, I did some background on it, like I said, um, this desk goes all the way back to the 1950s. It is solid oak. This damn desk has, it was a teacher's desk. I mean, literally, it was a teacher's sanctuary for the classroom. And I gotta admit, this is really something else, man. I mean, this desk is, I don't even have words for what this desk is. This desk is, is really trippy. It's got some really cool amenities into it, including including um, secret locked drawers, I guess, so you could put your tests, if, uh, the teacher could put her tests in the drawers and then they automatically lock. Though it has a trigger mechanism to open up those drawers. It's got all kinds of pull-out shelving and trays. So my old desk, like I said, it had it survived two moves, but it was not a great desk. I mean, it was really a stupid purchase on my part because I just wanted a brand new desk. And for the time, it was great. I mean, you know, all good, fantastic, but it was time to move on. And why not something that was like literally a relic from the past? It was something that basically came along during air raid drills and the possibility of nuclear war and holy shit, the Russians are going to get us. Who knew that, you know, fucking 70 years later we'd be there. But still, my point being is that this whole thing here is just really cool. So, anyways, got it all painted up. Uh, thank you very much to the great Carolyn Meyer for that. And uh, I finished it up myself, actually, because I wanted to be a part of the process. I even have a foot hammock. And the hutch now has... Uh, <laughs> okay, so let me kind of explain how I work. The Betty is a 27-inch iMac, okay? She was top of the line four years ago. And she's still pretty badass to this day. Especially now that I got a new hard drive in her. So she's quicker than ever. But then there's two side monitors that are about 24 inches apiece. Um, those side monitors now have all kinds of coolness in the form of um, swing arm monitor holders. 
So now I can just kind of move the monitors as such, however I want to put them. Um, it's pretty goddamn cool. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, and the idea of having all this set up and, and looking the way it does is just kind of blowing my mind a little bit. I'm really kind of uh, happy with how this all turned out. So, anywho, just FYI, this is uh, this is me talking from literally just finishing up my new desk area here. I'm not kidding. It took about four days um, to get everything put back together because I literally had to dismantle half of my office to get this in here. The pirate office is upstairs in Ron Manor. So, as you can imagine, a huge, freaking heavy oak, solid oak desk. Um, not exactly the most fun to get it upstairs. But, anyways, it took four people, but we got it done. I also want to thank my good friend Leela Graham for her contributions in helping make this desk uh, really damn cool. Thank you to my people who were willing to help me with this. I owe you big time. Anyhow, so that was the story of the fabled desk. Now it has new lighting. I, I want to. I, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to call this desk. This is kind of my American God's desk. If anybody who's seen the opening to American Gods and all the different little things in, in regards to the opening sequence there, it, there is a, a kind of a resemblance of this in terms of the lighting and stuff, so it's kind of cool. Uh, that's not an accident. I planned on doing all that, so mission accomplished. Here it is, the American Gods desk. And uh, the Betty couldn't be happier. She's working really well. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> because I don't need her to break down again or have any more issues. Um, so there you have it. Uh, I am back in action. Ergo why it's taken me so long to get things going here with a new episode of Geo After Dark. But here I am for your listening pleasure. All right, so story time. I was talking to my good buddy not too long ago, and me and him go way back. And sure enough, he asked me something. He goes, look, Gio, I'm going to get a little personal here. I got, I got to ask you this because if anybody, I'm sure you have stories to tell. I said, well, hey, man, you know, go ahead and shoot, right? He goes, Gio, just be honest with me. And if you tell me no, I know you're lying. And if you tell me yes, you got to tell the story on After Dark. All right. Well, ask away. All right? Okay. So he asked me, he goes, hey, Gio, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a threesome? I was like, yeah, Jim, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I was like, wow, Jim, that was, uh, wow, dude, that's, uh, you know, you can ask me anything. So it looks like you just did. Uh, but he goes, dude, just tell me honestly. He goes, you know what? If anybody I know has ever had one, you have. So let's get down and dirty, shall we? 
The truth of the matter is no. No, I have not. But I'll tell you a story. And I told him the same story. I was at a screenwriter's conference. It was a, it was a screenwriter's con, okay? And you got all the screenwriters going around. You had all these Marvel screenwriters there. You had the Silence of the Lambs screenwriter. All these different uh, little panels for screenwriters who are up and coming and want to do something with their work, right? Okay. So, like I said, it's a con. And at the end of the con, uh, if you paid enough money, you get to hang out afterwards. They turn the lobby into a bar area where you can schmooze and talk and network with all these other screenwriters, right? They have all these little tables set up and you drink and you get two drink vouchers and then it's on you. But sure enough, it's like, all right, here you go, man. You know, go go to it. See if you can screenwriter uh, network away, if you will. Okay, cool. So there I am, and I was with a buddy of mine. We both went to this. And there we are, just talking away to different people. Hey, how's it going? You know, talking, talking, yada, yada, right? Well, at one point, he goes, hey, I'm going to go use my drink voucher. I'll talk to you in a minute. I'm like, yeah, cool. Rock on. Okay. So I'm walking around. And I finally just stop, and I'm, I'm right by this pillar there in the lobby. <clears throat> and now, this is in Beverly Hills, okay? A couple comes up to me, and they're like, oh, hey. I'm like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Gio Braun, you know? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is the one who actually writes all the books. Now, the wife was there. We're talking two people. Now, let me give you a little description of these people, okay? He looked very stylish. He was wearing a suit. Um, both these people were middle age, okay, couple, middle-aged couple. And they're there. She looks, I mean, blonde and um, curvaceous, not unattractive. Neither one of them were unattractive. They were both attractive people. But he goes, yeah, hey, how you doing? You know, my wife's actually, I'm just here. I support her. I, she's the, um, the writer of these stories and she, he showed me the stories but it was about angels or something I don't know and I'm like oh cool okay that's great you know rock on I do this you know here's my untold chronicles um, this is what I do and yada yada so we're talking away talking away they're both drinking and I noticed that she's not really paying that much attention she's kind of looking away you know uh, and he's kind of the one who's more talkative now apparently he's a real estate guy but he's basically making a pretty good living because he's you know supporting her creativity it's fantastic all right rock on you guys are a married couple and and that's awesome and it's good to support each other you know well at one point i notice her and this is me being me i i I get very nervous around new people so i i look for body language i look for signs of what they're doing or what they're thinking maybe just to get an idea of how are they feeling about this whole meeting geo thing right well sure enough she starts giving some nods to him, kind of in a weird way. I'm like, huh. So he asks me right out of the blue. I'm not kidding. He tells me, he goes, hey, so me and my wife, we have a room upstairs. Would you like to join us? What? Uh, wow. Uh, to which I, I was like, uh, join you? He goes, yeah, we'll take some drinks up there, and if you like, we can, you know, join us to hang out. Now, the whole time, she's kind of looking away, but taking her sips from her champagne glass, right? I'm like, huh. I said, hey, you know, I, I do appreciate the offer, but uh, 
I'm really good just kind of chilling out here and just, you know, I got my buddy who just went to go uh, grab a drink. But, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Well, sure enough to me, she was like, okay. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. No problem. And literally like just, okay, we'll see you later. Bye. And just took off. Right. It was really interesting. It was really interesting. Now, dude, is there a chance that they just wanted to have a drink and hang out? Um, maybe. But the way that was all set up, it, it didn't... I mean, we hadn't really made enough conversation where we found each other interesting enough or there was a clicking going on that really um, would have signaled me that, yeah, hey, this is great. Let's go hang out and drink and chill and relax. No, no, this was more of a... Hey, let's do something wild and crazy here and enjoy ourselves. Hmm. Well, okay. So the end result is, yes, it was a situation where I think the the husband was trying to broker the deal um, for his wife. Uh, Which, if you're into that, rock on, cockled, you know, whatever floats your boat. I don't judge. Nevertheless, it was quiet. (laughs) My buddy came back, and he was like, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, "I I think I was just propositioned. He's like, what do you mean? I told him the story, and he goes, no, you were propositioned. I think they were trying to, to hook up with you there. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, just, I, don't need, I don't need a couple situation. I don't care if they want a rotisserie or he just wants to watch. I just really am not into that. So anyways, that was about as close as I came, and I promised Jim I would tell that story. So there you go, Jim. <laughs> You've been listening to Geo After Dark, and I'm glad you did. Uh, if you like what I do, check out my Patreon page. Go just look up patreon.com and go to Geo Braun. You're going to see a lot of the things I do there that are nowhere else. A collection of different things I've done, including my pinup art, some Tubbins and Wiley, uh, all kinds of things that I do. And it's something I do that you can't see anywhere else. So if you can, throw in a dollar, throw in $5, throw in $10, whatever you can do. I'd really appreciate it. Because I'd like to do more trips and do more cons and pay for more printing and so forth. So uh, right now I have enough for a large pizza and I'm hoping to get a little more over time. So please do give me a holla there and, uh, and hook an artist up if you would. Also check out my website, brongraphics.com. Brongraphics.com is where you're going to see uh, everything else that I do. Everything from Geo's Vixens, which is my salute. Wait for it. You're also going to see all kinds of other things I do there. Um, I mean, you're going to see artistry that you can't see anywhere else, collaborations, commission work, tattoo art, paintings I've done. Um, If you've ever seen me on social media, you've probably seen a lot of the work I'm doing with paintings these days, mainly because I love paintings. Paintings are cool. And I get the Bob Ross feel right about now. So there you go. Check out that stuff there, brongraphics.com. Also, if you can, see me all over social media. I'm everywhere. And um, also check out my YouTube channel. Uh, Deep Inside the Pirate Office is my YouTube channel show where I do everything from highlight stuff in the pirate office. Sometimes I go on location and talk about different cons I'm at. 
Uh, you're going to see all kinds of things there. So check it out. Sometimes I'm going to highlight art that I do as I'm doing it. That's another thing I'm doing recently. So check it out. Go to YouTube and then just go to Geo Braun. You'll find my stuff there. It was great catching up with you, and I'm sure we will talk very soon. But until then, good night, America, wherever you are. Friends of the Illuminati. All celebrity voices were impersonated. No duh. <laughs>
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.